This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com slash AI for all. Let's take a second to thank today's sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is by far the absolute easiest way to make a podcast. And when I say easy, I mean easy. First of all, it's completely free. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer. Best of all, with Anchor, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. So the possibilities are endless on what you can create. Whether you want to create a music analysis, your own radio show, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something that the world's never heard before. Anchor will even help publish your show to Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Oh, did I mention there's no copyright on the songs? Yeah, it's that easy. If you guys want to start a podcast that includes music, or you guys just want to start a podcast in general, get started by downloading the free Anchor app or going to anchor.fm. And if you need some inspiration, you can head over to blog.anchor.fm slash music from some more idea starters. Thank you so much, and let's get into the episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. In today's episode, I am interviewing Rachel. Rachel is a YouTuber who actually just started on the space fairly recently. She just started posting videos um, very, very recently, almost basically just one year ago, and she has blown up in terms of having a very, 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 very loyal and engaged audience, which is something that is so cool, and I am here to talk to her about how she feels about, I guess, like doing YouTube and having such a big platform only in one year, having such an engaged audience only in one year and how she did it. Because I feel like you think that, oh, there's just one thing that you got to do. There's one secret to it. But Rachel honestly is so authentically herself. And I feel like that has really, really paid off. So I can't wait for you guys to hear this episode and her thoughts on it, because I love talking about how to grow a YouTube channel, how to get an engaged audience. And it's really great here coming from someone that has done that herself in such a short period of time. So I'm so excited to have her on. She's also the sweetest person ever. I'm so, we have never met in person, but we met through this podcast for the first time and she is so sweet. If you guys don't follow her, you need to check her out, especially if you like vloggers and college life. Um, she's graduating soon, but seriously, her content is amazing. She's just the most real and raw person. I feel like you just feel like you're in the room with her when she's filming. You know, like it's one of those people where you know 
exactly what you're seeing is exactly who she is you don't have to question if that's how she is off camera so i really am happy to have her on the podcast so many of you guys were saying that you guys already watch her so that was really cool to hear but i hope that you guys enjoy this episode let me know what you guys think about it on the private facebook page if you guys haven't done that already and if you guys like this episode be sure to give it five stars that means so much to me so let's just get into the episode with rachel welcome to the real real podcast with natalie barbu Instagram might be your highlight reel, but we're here to talk about the real reel. Hi, Rachel. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you on. I feel like this is going to be a really cool episode hearing someone that started YouTube fairly recently, I guess, kind of recently, and just hearing your journey on it. Awesome. I can't wait. So we are going to start with setting the record straight. And this is where I am going to say a few assumptions or stereotypes. And then you're going to tell me if they're true or false based on what you think. Okay. Sounds good. So the first one is YouTubers reveal too much about their personal life on the internet. Um, so I would kind of say yes and no. I think it depends all about, I mean, everyone's channel's different and everyone chooses to share as much or as little as they want. I mean, you get some people where they share everything. I um, feel like I share pretty much my whole life out there, but I know like some will like not include like maybe their families or their relationships or something. But I think um, it really depends on like what you want. There's no one sitting there telling you exactly what you have to include in your channel and not include. So I think it's just kind of personal. Um, yeah. Whatever you like feel comfortable with. Yeah. Do you think that you share like everything on the internet? Because um, you vlog I, a lot, right? Yeah. Most of my channel is vlogs. Yeah. I would say basically everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, share, I like my relationship, same. my family. Yeah. Like I show everything and I get it like a ton of people on my channel like to see like they'll love when like Dylan's my boyfriend when he's in the vlogs or people love to see like my like family vlogs and things like that. So I feel like that's just like something about who I am. So I like to share that, but I like totally get when people feel like not 100% comfortable doing that. Yeah. And the next one is YouTube is too saturated right now to start making content. Um, I would say that if you, like everyone's different. I've always believed that everyone has a purpose. And if you feel like you could provide something to someone that they're lacking or are in search of, then why not start? I get a lot of questions um, and like DMs about like, how did you just start? Like, cause I am fairly new to like the whole YouTube. Um, and I was always worried about like what people would say, or if there was already too many people doing lifestyle channels and things like that. But I think if you feel like you have something to offer, then definitely go for it. There's no one telling you that you can't, but, um, yeah, I think that's what I think. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that there's so many people that don't want to do it just because they're scared of there being too many people but like that's such a horrible Mm -hmm. reason of not getting into something yeah I was listening to um the skinny confidential podcast actually um with Ed Millette I think it was like one of their first ones of 2020 and I listened to that yes I'm like obsessed with him now but they were saying how um well she was saying how she's so sick of hearing the excuse like oh it's too saturated like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put my life out there it's like at no one's life is the exact same like yeah, like me and you both have a channel, but I bet that they're like totally different, you know? So mm-hmm, I think that exactly. everyone has something different to offer. Exactly. It's kind of like even saying you have too many friends, like you're never going to meet someone else because you just have yes. too many people in your life. Like that's not how people no. operate, <laughs> you know? Like yes. we are always welcome to new things. We always want to explore new content. Um, I always use the analogy of restaurants. Like you're never going to say like, oh, a city has too many restaurants. Like exactly. we don't need any more. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, you're always going to be welcoming that. And that's because- just like the human like nature. Everyone always wants like as bad as it sounds, everyone always wants more like more clothes, more money. Like it's like no one's ever satisfied. So it's like people are yeah. still, people are always asking like who are your who are your top favorite YouTubers right now to watch. It's like people are always looking for someone new and like someone to engage with. So I think exactly. if you're out there and you want to start a channel, you definitely should go for it. Yeah, I totally agree. And YouTube is not that much work. Um, I would say that is definitely um, like a false assumption. I So when I started off, I didn't really realize <laughs> what, like, what I was all getting into. Like, I love it like 100%, but I didn't realize how long the editing is and all that. Um, I have grown up always like making videos with my little brother like in our basement and I would just edit them together like here and there. But like posting consistently, which is like super important when it comes to like creating content and stuff, it really does take up a bunch of your time. I'm also on the dance team here at school and I'm like in full time, like 15 hour hours like each semester. So doing YouTube on top, it like really is like a full time job. And then once you start working with brands, you have to start going back and forth with that. And it's not just like, I think some people think like when you post like a sponsored video, like you just get sent the products, you get to talk about whatever you want and then you get to post it. But it's definitely like a much longer process than that. Yeah. There's so much back and forth and yes. even like little things like, can you add this tag and resend it to us? And then yeah, you you're to- like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm like, can you just trust that I'll add the tag and then I'll upload it? But like, you know, there's just like yeah. so much back and forth. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> So now just tell us about yourself for everyone here who doesn't know who you are, even though I feel like, honestly, our audiences are very, very similar. So I feel like a lot of people have watched your videos. You know what the best feeling is? When you walk out the door feeling like you can conquer the world because your hair looks amazing. You know those days when your hair shines with confidence? Well, I have something that are going to make those good hair days into a daily reality, which is Way's new hair gloss. I personally have been loving taking care of my hair. I just got a new haircut and at first I was iffy on it, but then the more I've looked at it and the more I've styled it, I actually really love it and I don't think I can go back to super long hair. It's all about how you style it. So I have been meticulous about my hair routine. I've been incorporating Waze Hair Gloss and it has literally made me love my haircut and love all of the different ways that I can make it look. It's so easy. Just five minutes in the shower and bam, instant shine. And let me tell you, preventing heat damage is a top priority for me. And with hair gloss protecting my hair up to 450 degrees, I can style worry-free. And the best part, my hair hair feels shinier, healthier, and more vibrant than before. If you guys have seen my blowouts on my Instagram or my TikTok, you know that I have been feeling my hair and it has been so shiny. Getting your shine on in the shower with Waze hair gloss is so easy and it's packed with hyaluronic acid and rice water and so it so it not only gives you immediate shine but also treats damage and enhances color vibrancy. And here's the best part, in a consumer perception study, over 85% of participants agreed that their hair looks shinier, healthier, and smoother with Waze hair gloss loss. Give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I and use promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com promo code RealReal. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. 
I just wanted to take a quick break to thank TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds for sponsoring today's episode. Are you having trouble sleeping, focusing, or relaxing? If the answer is yes, then TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast has got you covered. This hour-long podcast is made to help you get rid of distractions, reduce stress, relax, and get better sleep. You can listen to the sounds of nature, white noise, relaxing music, and so much more. You can check out the TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast on Spotify or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. Um, so I am a college student at the University of Georgia. I am a senior advertising major and I will be graduating in May of 2020. Um, I grew up a dancer and I also modeled out of um, high school. So I took a gap year from high school to college and I like did some modeling in Atlanta, Chicago, and California. Um, decided that like wasn't my passion or really for me. So then I decided to go to school. Um, and I just got into YouTube recently. I've had my channel. I got a vlog camera last year for Christmas, actually from my parents. And I just picked up the camera and started one day randomly. And I've like loved it ever since. I plan to do it full time after school. As of right now, I'm going to be moving to Raleigh, North Carolina in August to live with my boyfriend. I've been dating the same boy for about over five years now. So we're planning on living together and seeing where it goes. But yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool that you like know already you have the job lined up that you're going to be doing YouTube full time. And you just started a year ago, which is crazy. So when did you upload your first video? So my first video was, it was um, what I got for Christmas 20, what year was that? 2019. I got my vlog camera in my stocking for Christmas last year. And I kind of just like picked it up and started like doing stuff with it and I didn't really post my first video because I was super nervous about like what my friends would say and like what people that have already been following me on Instagram and stuff would say about like oh like I didn't want to be like known as like the weird YouTube girl but um, I ended up posting my first video and it, it like just like took off I posted every like here and there so it was probably like maybe twice a month I would post for the first like three months that I had my channel and then I really got serious with it and started posting about three times a week Oh, wow. That's such a jump from twice yes. a month to three times a week. That's <laughs> so, awesome, though. Yeah. Over the summer when I like had more time um, when I wasn't in like school and the semester wasn't like in full swing, I decided to go with three videos and then I actually like did a vlog challenge over the summer. So I posted every day for 30 days straight. Um, after I signed with ta- Table Rock Management, I'm sure you've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so they just like suggest me to do that. And then here we are. That's incredible. And I feel like, do you think that your consistency is what made your channel take off or did you have a viral video or where did you see like the most growth, I guess? Yeah. So I have never had a viral video. Well, uh, I guess I had a college week in my life and it hit over a hundred thousand views, but I wouldn't really say that's like viral. Like some YouTubers you see like hit over a million or something. Um, but I just like, I think it really was with being consistent. And I also think it was, I was really like just being 100% myself like I was really showing what I do day to day and being like really raw and wasn't trying to edit it that much and just be really like real like with my audience I think that that probably helped I had a lot of people say like they they felt like they could really relate or they really liked how my content wasn't very super like planned or posed or anything so I think that that helped but I definitely would say um if you're like out there listening and want to start a channel being consistent is probably like number one tip um because after I started doing that I did see like more growth than normal. Yeah, no, I bet. Did you do Vlogmas this year? I did. Well, I tried my sister. Well, it was like finals and my sister got married 
this December, like of 2019. So I like combined it a few days, but I, I started off strong and then the ending was always. The, the ending's <laughs> always the hardest. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, well, I, I tried my best. So that's so cool that you started so recently and like just really were consistent. And I feel like that shows how consistency is so important. And like, I always try telling people that when they ask me, how do yeah. I start a YouTube channel? I want it to grow. And they're posting like once every few months. And I'm like, yeah. wow, I mean, it's never going to grow if you're doing yeah, that. Exactly. Exactly. I think it's pe- people want to stay up to date and want to know what you're doing day to day. So the best way for that to happen and for them to know is to obviously be it's like I feel like I'm always vlogging every single day like that's just how it is like I'm sure you feel like that like yeah whether I'm filming a sit down or combining a few days of my life I feel like I'm always like gaining some type of content day to day so yeah and do you feel very yourself when you're vlogging like or do you have kind of like an on-camera presence and an off-camera presence I definitely feel like a hundred percent myself I would say because I I can tell, like, I grew up watching YouTube, and when I watch, like, when I find someone new to watch, I can, like, as bad as it sounds, you know right away if you were going to like that person or not. Yeah, Um, yeah. So, I can kind of tell when you see some girls try to pick up the camera and not be themselves, like, obviously, no one wants to watch that because that's not how they are. So, I try to, especially because I involve, like, my friends and my family. So, if I were to, like, pull the camera out in front of my sisters and try to act like something I'm not, my sisters would 100% 100% sent me my place because they're both older than me. They'd be like, what are you doing? So yeah. I, I just like to like be like 100% and real with my audience because I get a lot of like good and positive feedback saying how they like how I'm so like, I guess down to earth in myself. Um, they always feel like they're like, oh, I feel like I'm like talking, like I know you and I'm talking to like my best friend or something. So I like, like seeing comments and stuff like that. Yeah, that's always so important because I feel like I can so tell when you meet someone and or when you see someone on video and then you meet them in person, you're like, oh my gosh, you are so different than your videos. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because I follow like, there's a like obviously a little YouTube world out there and like you follow them and once you meet them in person, it's like normally because you watch all their videos, like you feel like you are already like great friends with them. Yeah, but then there's somewhere you meet and you're like, okay, wait, this isn't who she, <laughs> who I thought she was. I know it's so it's it's very um I don't want to say like disheartening because most people I don't think are like that, but it's just very shocking when you do yes. meet someone like that. Uh, who did you watch before you started, and like who were your inspirations? I guess. Um, so I grew up. This is like so crazy and so long ago. I grew up watching. Um, I think it was like all that glitters 21. Yeah, like Elle Fowler. Yeah, yeah. And her sister. I don't even know if they post videos anymore. I don't watch them anymore, but I like became obsessed with them. And then once I got more into like middle school and high school, I started watching Lauren Elizabeth and I like still watch her all the time. I love her. And then um, like now day to day, I watch like Sarah's day. I love her from out of Australia. I watch like Emmy, Emma and um, Maggie and yeah. who else? I know Danielle from school and I don't know. I feel like now, honestly, I watch less YouTube than what I used to, but growing up, I was like always, always watching it. And um, is that how you got the idea to start? You were just watching it and you're like, I could do this. I, yeah, I think so. I think like, I was like, oh, like, I think that would be fun to look back on and like, just kind of have like a whole, honestly, like channel of just like my whole life. <laughs> I always save all my videos because I'm like I hope that YouTube never crashes because all my life memories would be like gone but That's I think it's smart. cool how I can just like look back and 
have all my memories and like day to day I can like look and see oh this is what I did last year on this day or whatever but yeah yeah no I think that's really smart I actually should probably save my videos I like delete them once I'm done I'm like eh, I don't need it anymore it's oh, on yeah, YouTube I, save, I have like two hard drives and I like will save the ones that I've already posted and then the one like the content I'm working on I'll put on the other hard drive I need to do that you're inspiring me to do that <laughs> because I don't want to lose the stuff and whenever I always want to do like a year in review video and yeah. then I'm like I don't have any clips anymore so I have to like, go to my YouTube channel and yeah like, you need download to save that. all of them so then yeah. when when it comes to do like a 2020 recap you can just like pull up that hard drive and it will be so easy to put them all together all right I'm gonna order another one on Amazon yeah. <laughs> you've inspired me after this podcast I'm going to order one yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how you so you said that you had a manager how quickly did you get a manager what exactly do they do for you for all everyone out here that like doesn't know about what a manager does on YouTube um, so I reached out to Table Rock because I was talking with Maggie on Instagram and she was like, you should definitely reach out. They, they like do like applications and stuff. So I, I always get this question a lot too. Like if I had a following already before I started YouTube and I definitely didn't, I think I had like 4,000 followers on Instagram and that was about it. And so I reached out to Table Rock um, and just filled out like a little application. I put down like all my social media platforms. And at this time, I think I had like maybe 25 videos on my channel. And I like the next day immediately heard back from them and I had a phone call interview they're based out of Laguna Beach so I actually haven't like been um, there or met them face to face but basically they're great like I love working with them I signed a contract with them for x amount of years and basically they just helped me organize my thoughts and like my brands and stuff like I would never already have probably had any type of brand deal if it wasn't for them so I've worked with a few brands that I'm like so blessed and excited to like say that I've worked with because they're like brands and stuff that I've like always grown up dreaming about working with but um they basically just help me stay in touch with them I go back and forth like when I'm working or doing a sponsored video that's who I send the video to I don't ever talk um one-on-one -on -one with the brand so they're kind of just like the middleman and um the people who really like help me out on my side yeah and have you did you do any brand deals before you signed with them or they introduced you to like your very first brand deals? No, like my that? first one was with them. Like I had never done anything sponsored on Instagram or anything. Like I, I didn't even think that that was like in my near future, honestly. But, um, like I, I'll always remember them texting me my first one saying like, do you want to work with whatever brand? And I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I couldn't believe that. Like they were already asking me cause I, my channel was so new. Um, but yeah, they've been great and it's been really fun and exciting working with them. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. 
That's awesome. And how many months after you started, you said that you signed with them? Um, so I started, I posted my first video in January of 2019 and I signed with them in June. So that's awesome. That's like, honestly, you are such a success story in that because Thank I feel you. like that's so sweet. Thank you. You are because so many people I feel like spend years and years and years before they get like their first brand deal before they get a manager. But also you were very proactive about it. Like the fact that you reached out to them, you know, I think that's a difference. Yeah. Like a lot of people kind of just wait for things to happen to yeah. them. They're just like, I'll just wait to see if someone emails me or I'll just wait to see if like a brand contacts me. But like you can be proactive and you can reach out to management. You can reach out to brands and try to work with yeah, them. So exactly. I think I've always been like that. Like I've always been someone that is like a go-getter. Um, and I've that's never so like, good. Just, like, sat back. So I think that that's like, especially like in this world, like how we talked about it being oversaturated earlier. If you like really want it and you can see yourself really doing it and you're like, oh, I really think this, this can work. Then there's like no excuse, you know, like go out there, contact people, reach out to people. Like there's a reason for networking and there's a reason that like, like other people want to help you. You just have to find the right ones and you have to just reach out to them. Like yeah, out to someone, no one's going to like be like, no, I'm not going to help you. Like that's just rude. I know. <laughs> so and honestly, you just have to find the right ones. Yeah. And the worst that can happen is they don't respond. Like that's exactly. it. So you might as well reach out to everyone that you can think of. And I mean, get creative, like look at the, look at LinkedIn and find their email mm -hmm. or, you know, like you don't, it doesn't have to be right in front of your face. Like you can do some digging. I feel like exactly. so. my mom and dad have always said the, like, whenever I'm nervous to ask or something has come up and I'm like, should I do it? My mom and dad have always said, um, like the worst that they're going to say is no, like what, like what's the worst that's going to happen. And like that has stuck with me, like ever since doing this, because I like obviously sending in the application into table rock, I was nervous, but at the same time, it's like, what's the worst they're going to do either not respond or just say like, no, not yet. Like ask us in a little bit, you know? Yeah, exactly. And were you already friends with Maggie beforehand or was she kind of we like had a mentor? Followed each other. Yeah. We had followed each other on Instagram for a while um and like we always just were like back and forth on there um but I've never like met her I would love to meet her one day I I like love following her and her sister they're the cutest yeah I had her on my podcast actually and she's I think so I listened nice to that episode yeah she's I well, that was like what in the fall yeah yeah it was yeah. a few months ago yeah she's so sweet and how has the adjustment been, I guess, so from pre-YouTube to post-YouTube, I guess, <laughs> um, <laughs> doing it in college, like, have your friends not treated you differently, but, like, are they used to it? Do they like being in the vlogs? Have you been recognized on campus? Or, like, how has, I guess, your life shifted? Um, I definitely am lucked out with the whole, like, friends in the YouTube thing. Um, there are, like, there have been some people where you can tell that they're just trying to be friends for your, like, not fame, but like kind of like your outlet that you've already created. Yeah. Um, but I have, I have a really good group of friends that are really like positive and really support my channel. And that makes it like a hundred times better. Cause then obviously they can be in the videos and they like help out, like taking pictures and things like that for brands. Um, but I haven't had like tons of people come up and be like, Oh, are you Rachel? But I have had a few um, when I was in Florida this summer, like I had a few girls when I was at Seaside, cause that's kind of like a little touristy area, Seaside, Florida, um, come up to me. And then I've had a few people like on the bus on campus, like say, are you Rachel? Like, I love your videos. And I like, honestly love when people do that. It makes me feel like, like talking to a camera can get old every now and then. So then when I like meet someone face to face, it's like, okay, like real people are actually watching my stuff. I know. So That's how nice. I feel. Whenever I meet someone, I'm like, wait, okay, this makes it so much better. I'm putting a face to the name because yes. you can see the numbers, but like 
at some point they don't phase you as much. Not that they don't phase you, but it's just like, it's just a number. But when you actually meet someone, you're like, okay, this is so worth it. Like, this is awesome that I'm doing this. Yeah. It's like so different. Yeah. I love that. And how do you stop yourself from comparing yourself to other people? Because I feel like that's something that on YouTube is really hard. Just like as a creator, you're constantly comparing yourself to people that you watch. So how do you stop yourself from doing that? Or is it just natural that you don't do that? Um, I've never been someone that has like grown up comparing myself, obviously now in this type of environment, like when I watch other videos, I'm like, Ooh, like, that's like cool. Like that's a great idea, whatever. But I always have tried to make it my own. I think that's just how I've always been. Um, I've always been like on the creative side. Like I knew going into college that I would never walk out of college with like an eight to five desk job. Like I knew that I had like more to offer than that. So I'm really glad that like YouTube has brought me like the creative outlook and I, like, can't wait to, like, take this and, like, run with it and do other creative things because, like, that's just, like, the passion and stuff that I have. Like, I know that I was, like, meant to do that. Um, but when it comes to, like, comparing, I definitely would say, like, if you are struggling with it, just, I don't know. It's hard because it's, like, it's, especially if you're a female, like, <laughs> we just compare 24-7. Yeah. But um, I would say, like, if you like something, obviously like you like it and you can't change anything about that, but just try to make it your own and realize that like everyone is supposed to be different and everyone's here to provide something else for someone. So. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And did you teach yourself how to edit and everything like that? Like when you were. I did. Yeah. I've taught myself literally everything. Well, I grew up, like I said earlier, making videos with my brother and we used iMovie. And then um, my first video, I like tried to use iMovie on my computer. I taught myself how to use it. But then I kind of just, every time I've like ever ran into an issue and like didn't know how to do something, I always just YouTube it. I'm like, how do you do this? So I found out that like Final Cut was obviously a better like option for editing. So I um, saved up, got Final Cut. And then ever since I just always like edited everything on my own. So I just kind of taught myself as the days came. That's really good because I feel like so many people also, they're scared of editing and they're like, I just don't know how uh-huh. to edit. And I'm like, you can YouTube literally anything. I still yeah, do I that. I YouTube everything. Hours. Yeah, me yeah. too. I'm like, how do you do this? Like even still, I'm like, wait, I, like I'll see a video and I'm like, oh wait, that's a really cool edit. I wonder how they did that. And I'll literally just like YouTube it. And yeah, it's honestly so much simpler than you would think. I know. Yeah. And what did you say your major was again? I'm advertising and then I'm doing a certificate in entrepreneur. Okay. So that's like right up your alley, YouTube. Yes. yes. Yeah. I started, I came into college wanting to do marketing and then realized it was like a little more like um, accounting and all the numbers and stuff. And I was just like, I've always been a little scared of math. So then I sat down with my advisor and she was like, well, advertising is more of like a creative side of it. So I've loved it. So I'm really glad that I ended up like switching. That's awesome. And you seem to be extremely busy because you're a dancer and a full-time student and a YouTuber. So how is your morning routine? What do you do during the day? And what do you do at night? I kind of want to walk me through your whole entire day of how you, I guess, manage everything. Okay. So this semester is actually like really nice. My schedule isn't as crazy. So every like Tuesday and Friday, I don't have class, but like my Mondays, I'll just walk you through a Monday because that's like my busiest day. So Monday mornings, I would have workouts with the team. And then um, I have class on Mondays. I have two classes on Mondays. So I go to class from 12 to uh, about like 2.30. Um, when I, I try to wake up a little bit earlier before workouts so I can like have breakfast and whatnot. I don't 
I try to like stay healthy when it comes to like the semester and eating because I don't really like to eat out a ton. Um, and then I'll get back from class. That's when I try to get some of my homework done or that's when I'll edit a YouTube video. I find that I'm like a night owl for some reason. And so I'll get all of my like schoolwork done later at night and I'll try to do my YouTube stuff like during the day because that's like what I like more obviously. So I try yeah. to like, like I like to knock that out first. Um, so I'll do like editing if I have a video to get up or like something, someone to work with or whatever. And then I go to practice from seven to 10. And then once I get home at 10, I'll, I like to shower, like kind of get my backpack together for the next day and like things I need for the next day all in check. And then I'll like start on my schoolwork. So but, that's so yeah, busy. <laughs> that's good that you have Tuesdays and Fridays you said off. Yeah. So like today I didn't have um, class. So I just have like, I have an online class. So I've just been doing that all day. And then I've like gotten laundry done and just like YouTube stuff, things that I like can't do when I have class all day. So it is nice having a day like to myself. Yeah, no, that's crazy. You do seem so busy. But I remember when I was in college, I always wanted to have like at least Fridays off. Yeah. Like, at least <laughs> one of the days off because I needed a day like to myself. No, I like fight my advisor. I'm like, I, you cannot give me a Friday class. I'm like, Monday through Thursday is fine, but Friday is like, I need, I need a three day weekend. <laughs> exactly. And it's kind of nice though, having that like middle of the week off because I feel oh, yeah, like for sure on Fridays, it's like still the weekend or it's the weekend. So you're like, okay, I don't need to do work. I'm done. Mm -hmm. So like having that Tuesday off still puts you in the work mindset, but like you don't have anything to go to. So it's actually really nice. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be like a really productive day. Our semester just started, like this is our first full week of school. So this was like my first Tuesday without class and it's been really nice. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so nice. And what is your best advice for someone who wants to start a YouTube channel? in today in 2020 I would say um to be yourself like we were saying um and I would say just to do it and not to keep looking at like don't keep thinking in your head excuses and coming up with stuff like oh well they already do that or I don't know how to edit or like I don't have money for a camera like I see so many people start with their iPhone or like a camera like not that great of a quality of camera like people don't really care about that. It's really about like connecting with your audience, being true to yourself, being real with your audience and being consistent, I would say. Um, but yeah, don't worry what your friends are going to say. If they're meant to be your true friends, then they won't say nasty things. Like, I mean, I'm sure that there's been a few people who follow me that were friends before that like make fun of my videos or talk bad about me, but it's like, I have a million other people that are talking good about them. So it's like, I'm not going to let those people affect me. So if you're listening and you want to start a channel, I definitely recommend doing it because it's been like the best thing that I've ever done. Yeah, I know. I literally couldn't have given better advice. I think that's so smart. And thank you so much, Rachel, for coming on my podcast. But before, before we go, shout out all of your links. I want people to find you. I'll have them in the show notes too. Okay. It is just Rachel Ratke, R-A-T-K-E on YouTube. And then my Instagram is Rach underscore Ratke. And those are really the only two platforms I use. I have Snapchat. It's the same as my YouTube, but I don't post as much on there. It's mostly YouTube and um, Instagram. So Awesome. Well, thank you again so much. I really, really enjoyed this podcast. Yeah, it was so nice talking with you. How did you guys like that episode? I think it was so good. I love this episode. It was such an easy conversation and I felt like we knew each other even though we had just met when we started this podcast. So 
I want to thank Rachel for coming on the podcast. If you guys liked it, be sure again to let me know on the private Facebook page. If you guys are not in that, definitely join because it is a good time in there. And rate this podcast five stars if you guys enjoyed it. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you guys in my next episode or I'll catch you guys. I won't see you. I'll catch you. I'll, yeah. (laughs) Can you hear the sirens in the back? Sorry. Or honking. Anyways, I will catch you guys in the next episode on next Monday on The Real Real Podcast. Bye.